0: Hey, this is Greg, and you're listening to my podcast, Junk Era Sports Cards, where I'm going to talk about just about anything and everything of Junk Era Sports Cards that I know. A lot of it might be in my opinion, but I bet you some of it's fact as well. I think you'll enjoy it. I've been uh, collecting sports cards since uh, about 1987, and I own quite a few, especially that Junk Era stuff. So uh, stay tuned and enjoy the podcast. Before we get started, I want to talk about these, uh, these three prisoners that were recently released from, uh, from North Korea uh, that uh, apparently the uh, Trump administration uh, was able to get Kim Jong-un and his cronies to uh, release. And, uh, you know, that, that's good for everyone, I think. And what, what's oddly enough is all three of these guys, though, have the name Kim in their name. And, uh, you know, okay, they're Korean. That's cool. So, you know, but, but can you imagine, can you imagine what the media would be saying if, if this was the Obama administration that was able to negotiate or whatever to get their release, you know, the left, oh man they would be they would be on obama's knob left and right saying he's the he is the greatest thing since since mayonnaise. and uh you know the right would be would be just tearing him up trying to find anything and everything that was wrong uh with this whole deal and what did obama give you know that's what they'd be talking about and and and, and in quite fairness you know it's happening now i mean the 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 right media is just all on Trump's knob, you know, you know, he got these guys releasing great. That's wonderful. I'm fan, you know, big fan of Trump. I'll, I'll say it right now, you know, um, you know, but in the left, of course the left, they're, uh, they're, they're quite the opposite here. They're, you know, not, not a big fan of Trump and, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of, uh, criticizing him. but you know, whatever apples and oranges, right? So, you know, whatever, but, uh, you know, the, uh, another, another thing that's coming up soon is this, uh, the, the 2018 national sports card commission in Cleveland. And guess what? I got my ticket, so I will be going. Uh, I don't know how many days I'm going to stay for. You know, I bought the whole, the whole thing. What is it? The five days, but I, I don't know if I'll stay for the whole thing. Living here in Ohio, uh, Cleveland's only a couple hours north of me and, uh, We'll uh, we'll see how I enjoy it. Five days and checking out the, the the best in the hobby, the best in the business should be a lot of fun. And uh, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm looking forward to staying in a hotel in Cleveland, but but okay, we'll we'll give it a we'll give it a go. I'll probably probably come back with some bed bugs or something. But uh, uh, you know, they got a lot of great uh, uh great guests that are going to be signing autographs and of course as always they got tons and tons and tons of booths this will be my first so I'm really excited about it you know speaking of the national there's uh, uh, a lot of uh, guests that are going to be there signing autographs uh, you know you can have the baseball players the stars of today and and yesteryear and you got football players there basketball players a few actors uh, for me I, I take up more interest in the baseball players that's my favorite sport. I enjoy watching it a little bit more than I do football and basketball, not to say that those aren't enjoyable, I just, I like baseball a little bit more. Um, I'm really looking forward to getting some autographs from from some of these guys. Uh, on the lineup though, it looks like you're going to have uh, Roberto Alomar is going to be there, Johnny Bench, Wade Boggs, Rod Carew, Steve Carlton, Roger Clemens, Marty Cordova, uh, Dawson's going to be there, Andre Dawson. Uh, Dennis Eckersley is going to be there. Dwight Evans. Bob Gibson. The Goose. Goose Gossage is going to be there. Mark Amazing Grace. Uh, Ricky Henderson. I'm, I'm looking forward to Ricky Henderson. I'm a huge Ricky Henderson fan growing up in California. Uh, the Oakland A's right up the road. Uh, Ricky Henderson, that's that's going to be great. Another one there. Reggie Jackson. Uh, Greg Jeffries. Boy, there was a guy that uh, his career kind of took a took a downside in the start of that Start of that junk era, huh? 88, Don Russ, Greg Jeffries. Randy Johnson is going to be there. Uh, Al Kaline, Corey Clubber, Tony La Russa, Fred Lynn, Jack Morris. Is that the Jack Morris that that they've made that movie on? Uh, what's the name of that doggone movie? Ah, it slips my mind right now. Eddie Murray, uh, Gaylord Perry, Tim Raines, Jim Rice, Cal Ripken Jr., uh, Pudge is going to be there. Ivan Rodriguez, Pete Rose, old Charlie Hustle himself. Nah, he wouldn't miss one of these for the world, right? Benito Santiago, Ozzy Smith, Bruce Sutter, uh, Alan Trammell, Dave Winfield, Robin Yount, Albert Pujols, Levine Hernandez, Lynn Barker, Jose Rijo, the Straw Man, Daryl Strawberry is going to be there. The Murph, Dale Murphy, that Del Murphy alone got me into sports cards and we'll get about him maybe in another episode. But, uh, yeah, the Dale Murphy will be there. I, I, I got to get that autograph. Tommy Helms, Randy Jones, Frank Robinson, Joe Morgan, Brooks Robinson. Those are just some of the guys that are the, uh, going to be there for, for the baseball side of the house, signing autographs. So if you can make it to Cleveland this year in August, uh, for the national, wow, what a, what a great lineup to get some autographs from. So yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, you know, getting back to Murphy though, real quick. He, uh, that's a great autograph. I already have one of them, uh, hanging on my wall right now, but it'd be great to get another one. Him and, him and, uh, Ricky Henderson, I think, are the two that I'm really looking forward to getting an autograph from. Um, uh, Randy Johnson would be nice getting one because he's kind of, it's, it's kind of hard to get an autograph from Randy Johnson. But Dennis Eckersley would be another good one. Um, you know, of course, Andre Dawson. Uh, who wouldn't have loved to have Andre Dawson? autograph that'd be great so but these all come with uh you get you get like like first in line for these when you buy these five-day vip tickets and stuff like that so that's going to be pretty cool And, and i'm really looking forward to it can't wait so yeah it should be uh should be a good time i uh i remember my first autograph i ever got uh growing up i was probably 14 so what would this have been this would have probably been like 89 um I got it from, uh, from Joe Morgan. He was at a baseball card show or sports card show in Visalia, California. I had like 15, 20 bucks left in my pocket. My stepdad took me to the, uh, to the card show and I, it was, it was like a debate. Do I, do I buy more, more packs of cards or do I go get Joe Morgan's autograph? I really wanted his autograph, but I also wanted these, these packs of, of junk era sports cards. And, uh, you know, I, I debated and debated and I was like, well, can't you hook me up stepdad, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, he was, he was, he was not a big fan of doing anything like that, you know? And, and so I had to make a decision and I decided to go with Joe Morgan and got his autograph. And that's where it started. I, Joe Morgan was my first autograph. My second was, uh, was Cal Ripken Jr. I got my second from Cal Ripken Jr. Um, he, uh, he had these, you know, he was doing this show. I don't, there was some tour group or tour show that he did. And uh, he had these pre-signed eight by tens and I snagged one of those. I didn't talk to the guy or anything, but, but yeah, so Cal Ripken was my second and Joe Morgan was my first. And, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm actually looking at them all right now, hanging on my wall. And, you know, my collection has definitely grown a lot uh, from those, uh, from those early days. Uh, and, and I really take a liking today in getting, autographs specifically from baseball players versus uh, football or basketball. I got a few of those, but um, it's more of my interest in getting them from the, from the greats of, of growing up in that junk era. And uh, you know, I look to get a lot more. Yeah. These, uh, this card show that I went to though, that I got a uh, Joe Morgan's autograph, you know, uh, Visalia, this is, this is the, the late eighties, card shows were in their heyday they were really just killing it you know uh there were a lot of fun to go to back then and you know as a kid you know at the time you know 13 14 15 years old going to these things i just i loved it loved the atmosphere loved looking at the different cards out there wishing i had some of these cards you know and only having a few bucks in my pocket at a time and you know i'd buy i'd buy that junk era hoping to hoping to score big um you know, maybe pull a Greg Jeffries from that 88 Don Russ or, or get a, get a Greg Jeffries or a Mark Grace from that 88 Fleer. Uh, that was, you know, that was big, big deal for me. Uh, I had started collecting just, uh, just a year or two before that. I think 87 really was my first year that I dove into collecting baseball cards. I didn't know the value then though. I did, you know, it is, I, 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 saw them. They had candy. They had the gum, right? Who, who didn't buy tops? 87 tops with that, with that brown border, you know, and, and I, I got these cards and they smelled funny. They smelled a little different and the gum didn't really last. It was kind of chalky, but I spent hours and hours and hours just looking over these cards, looking at them again and again and again. Didn't know value. Didn't know how to store them. You know, like a lot of kids at that time, what, 87, I'd have been 12, wrapped rubber bands around them, threw them in a shoebox. I didn't know nothing, you know. Thank God, 87 really didn't produce any major value in it. But it was it was the Dell Murphy, you know, the Atlanta Braves were on TV, Bob Horner, Dell Murphy, Glenn Hubbard, those guys, you know, Gerald Perry. And, you know, so I'd get those cards, and these are the same guys that I'm looking at on TV, and I'm like, wow, you know, who else is out there? I didn't I didn't even know, you know, I didn't even know Beckett existed. Uh, you know, but who who else are in these? So I bought more and I bought more and I bought more. Mom, give me some more money. I want to buy some more, you know. So I'd get more cards. Just it was all 87 tops, you know. I didn't know anything about Don Russ, didn't know anything about Fleer, didn't, you know, because they weren't in the convenience store that I bought this stuff at, this little like 7-Eleven, this little mom and pop liquor store or whatever that had would go to. They just had this, the tops and that's what I bought. And, and it wasn't until, it wasn't until prob well 88 when I learned of, of other cards being out there. And what happened was how I got really interested in this is, is I bought a video game. It was a, it was a video game and in this game, you kind of had to input your own stats for these players and I was really bummed out because I didn't know anything about stats or how do you input this to make this video game? And, you know, I told my dad, I'm like, you know, hey, this is what you got to do. And and he took me to a couple places trying to find out where we can get these stats from. And it was a sporting goods store. They, the the guy there was like, hey, you know, go over here to this to this this store. It's called the Strike Zone. They They sell baseball cards. They might be able to help you out a little bit more. So we did. We walked across the street to the to the strike zone, and and I went in there, and and I was just I was blown away. I was mesmerized by. There was people in there looking at there. People were interested in this stuff, and and my dad was was talking to you know the guy running the store or whatever, and and I was more interested in looking at the cards. I was like, holy holy crap, this is badass. Look, that's an eighty seven card. I have one of those. You know, do I got that Mark McGuire there? You know, and, and so I was really like, like taken back by this. And it just, it really was like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. And, you know, we left the store, we didn't get what we were really looking for or anything, you know, and, and it was a few months later, a a friend of mine collect baseball cards and football cards, you know, and I started looking at his collection and I'm like, holy crap, you, 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 these are, these are worth something. He had them in a binder. And he's like, yeah, this is worth a dollar. This is worth 50 cents. And I was like, holy, oh my God, this is big money, 50 cents. Yeah. And, um, so then I, that's how I got into, to buying more cards. And, and I remember the first pack that I bought once I started getting into collecting. And it was a pack of 1988 Don Russ. Um, and, I, I looked at this pack, I opened it and and to be quite honest, I didn't know what I had. You know, it's just like, I couldn't tell you if, if I had a, a $1 card, a $5 card or a two cent card. All I knew is I had about 30 cards and I didn't know a damn thing about them. And I went up to the owner of this store, the guy that run it. And I said, Hey, did I got anything of value? And I think the guy took pity on me, you know, and he shuffled through them. And he's like, well, this is worth something. You can trade this in and I'll give you another pack. And that's how it started. I think my second pack that I got or whatever didn't have squat in it, but but, uh, that's how it started. And then I just would buy from there. And, you know, any chance I could do chores or whatever around the house and get more money, uh, you know, to go to the sports card store, the strike zone, I would. And uh, I just started buying more cards and learning. 88 Don Russ, 88 Fleer, 88 Tops, 88 Score. I got to this day, to this day, I got tons of that crap. And it's not that the stuff isn't good, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to look at. It just doesn't hold value primarily because there's so much of it out there. I mean, they produce so much of it and the sports card industry really was at its peak right then, you know, the sports cards, it was, it was gaining, you know, uh, uh popularity with adults and kids alike. You had, you had the great stars coming out like Greg Jeffries and, and Mark Grace and and the big names were in there still and you know it was it was popular a lot of people liked this stuff um you know i think i think at the time that probably the most expensive you know pack that you could buy was like a 88 score you know maybe maybe 88 fleer you know would 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 compete with score and and they were both you know they both produced really good cards i really i think the 88 score card it's it's still you know, for score for the score product is still the best looking card that they ever produced that 88 score. And if you can get your hands on a, on a 88 score glossy card, you know, they only made like what 5,000 sets of those or whatever, but the 88 score glossy and is, is sharp, man. That's as sharp as they come. But that the 88 score really was a, was a good looking card out of all of scores card Fleer. 88 FLIR was like, eh, you know, it's cool back then, you know, it had a lot of different colors on it, but, um, you know, you compare that to like 89 FLIR, I think 89 FLIR looked a lot better, or 87 FLIR looked good, but, you know, the 88 FLIR was a little, little glitzy, Um, you know, but it had a lot of good cards in it too, uh, at the time, I, I was able to actually, around that time frame, get my hands on a, on a set of 88 FLIR, so I bought this set, and, and really that's, you know, uh, that's how it took off for me. Uh, I just started buying cards and, and when the summertime came, you know, my mom would go to work or whatever. And I was, I was a latchkey kid, right? Who wasn't in the eighties. And I'm like, Hey mom, can you leave me a few bucks so I can go to the sports card store today? I'll do this and this, you know, I, you know, I might wake up the next morning and there'd be five bucks on the table and I'd hop on my bike. And, you know, as soon as, as soon as, you know, I knew I could leave the house to get there and I'd pedal as fast as I could to get to the strike zone and, and just, uh, just buy cards and, and I'd spend, you know, a few hours there at a time and, and always had a good time in the summertime going to the strike zone and, and buying cards, uh, a lot of fun buying that junk era stuff. And, you know, the, the, the hobby really took an extra, an extra step for me because now I started learning about the older cards, you know, the, the 87, uh, the 86, the 85, the 84, you know, uh, it really really, you know, I, I I just started absorbing all that mass amount of, of information that was out there about the industry. And, you know, pretty soon I was putting them in the, in the top loaders and the little penny sleeves and the, in the binder. And, um, you know, today my, my protection of cards has has changed a lot. I don't, uh, I don't put them in binders or anything, you know, anything that's of, of any real value. I, I will put in a penny sleeve and a top loader, but, um, I don't use the hard cases very much just the, just the top loaders and then I'll put them in like a you know one of those storage shoe boxes that you can get from uh, b c w which uh which well, let me tell you about b c w fantastic company uh, i'm not I'm not sitting here saying hey use BCW or anything for your your card storage or, at all but but i tell you what I do and uh you know they're not far from Cincinnati here they're only about a couple hours drive maybe about a two hour drive but if that and, uh, but I buy it from them and, and I I just order them online and, and then they send me the stuff, but I really like BCW. So, you know, if you want to check them out and buy from, them, I'm sure they would be, uh, happy that I plugged them. I don't know, maybe not, but, but I tell you what, I, uh, that's who I buy from. But so, yeah, I put all my cards in, the, in storage boxes now and penny sleeves and, and then the top loaders and, and keep them, you know, pretty well organized best I can compared to the way I did things in the, you know, 1987, putting a rubber band around them and, and uh, putting them in an old shoebox, right? But who didn't do that when they first started out? One thing I'll tell you that I never did, though, I never put them in the spokes of my bike. In between segments of recording this podcast, I uh, I happen to go to the Beckett website. Um, maybe I'll do an episode about Beckett one day. I don't know. They'll probably sue me or something if I talk bad about him, right? So I don't know. I'll have to think about that one. But so I went to the Beckett website and uh I just I just looked up uh 1987 Tops baseball. You know, I didn't I didn't, you know, pull up the the Tops traded or 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 Tops Tiffany. I just wanted to look at Tops the uh, 1987 Tops and and I I sorted them out by by the value that Beckett gives them and you know, the, the high card for 1987 tops for Beckett value is, uh, is the Berry bonds, right? $8 for a Berry bonds. Uh, you know, I guess that's okay. I, I, honestly, I couldn't tell you how many Berry bonds from 87 tops I have. I, I'd imagine I have three or four, I guess. Um, I've actually been doing a little bit of sorting. I'm looking over my shoulder looking that way right now and I've been doing some sorting the last few days. And I bet you if I pulled my, my Barry Bonds because I have a pile of his, I'll probably find a few 87 tops, Barry Bonds in there. Uh, a couple of the other high cards, of course, are, are the 87 tops Mark McGuire, uh, 87 tops Bo Jackson. Still my, my favorite player to this day. Who isn't a fan of Bo Jackson? Um, Barry Larkin. I, I would not have thought Barry Larkin, his 87 tops rookie would, would, because of today's cards, would retain value. But it actually retains a pretty good value for 87 tops at two dollars and fifty cents for the high side, and that's that's pretty good for for uh, for 87 tops. You know, the top what four cards eight dollars four dollars three dollars and two fifty for 87 tops, not bad. You know, I I, I haven't looked up the uh, the tops Tiffany of these cards, but I bet you they're you know several dollars more on each, and maybe uh, maybe I need to look into some of those tops Tiffany. Might be pretty cool to get my hands on a on a '87 tops Mark McGuire uh, Tiffany version of that card. I you know, not am Not a big fan of Mark McGuire, but who knows? You know? Um, yeah, '87. To- I wonder. You know? I should. I should. While we're doing this, let's look up '87 Fleer because it, if you guys remember, '87 Fleer was was the value back then. That's where that's where all the value was at in '87. Uh, that. The Fleer was was the expensive pack, you know. You had the Conseco in there. You had the Maguire. You had the Bonds. You know, there was there were several others that just had so much value back then. Bo Jackson, of course. Um, so let's see, let's run this little search by by value and see what what they're coming up with. Some of these higher end cards. Oh yeah, Barry Bonds. His high value of Beckett, rocking it at twelve bucks. You know that's pretty good for a, for an '87 still to this day. That's pretty good. If you recall back in the day, that was uh, that was a pretty good value for '87 Fleer. Barry Larkin's '87 Fleer is at eight bucks. So those Bo Jacksons. Uh, those are about the those are the top three highest cards. The 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 Barry Bonds, the Barry Larkin, and the Bo Jackson. Uh, Clemens, Ryan, Will Clark. You know they're all what three bucks. Uh Cal Ripken Jr. Jr.'s rocking it at two fifty. Uh anything after that. It's kinda of like, eh, whatever. I'm surprised to see Pete Rose at two dollars. That's uh for eighty seven fleur, that's actually pretty entertaining, I will tell you. Especially because the Conseco's down to one fifty. Uh yeah, Conseco remember remember back in the late eighties there, you know, the Bash Brothers, Oakland Bash Brothers. Everybody wanted a Conseco, everybody wanted a McGuire. Uh my 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 brother bought me a, a, like a, like a little binder full of Jose Canseco cards from that era. And so I got a whole bunch of Canseco cards, but yeah, that was, that was one of the cards to get was that, that Jose Canseco. And now he's only rocking it at a, at a dollar fifty. I don't know. Maybe he should have stayed away from that reality TV show. So, uh, I, I just looked up 87 Don Rush just to, uh, just to kind of see what's going on with those guys on Beckett. And, and I was actually pretty surprised to see. Uh, the value that they have. And, and everybody knows that Don Russ, 87 Don Russ had so many different, you know, subsets of the, of, of 87. Where they have highlights and opening day? And, oh, what was the, what was the brown one? Was that opening day? Uh, like, I can't, re- I can't even remember them all off the top of my head, but, uh, they had a lot of subsets, but the, but, uh, so I'm just looking up the main Don Russ, 87 Don Russ, and, and there's actually a little bit of value there, but I'm actually surprised to see that Greg Maddox rookie up there in value that it is. But but Barry Bonds still still takes the top slot in uh in value with them and and uh I'll have to look and see if I got any of those. I don't know. I know I got some Greg Maddox and Mark McGuire's and Bo Jackson's but uh Barry Bonds, I don't I'm not certain if I have one of those. Uh I probably do, but if I like a you know I don't know where it would be at. I'll have to go and look. But yeah interesting. Twelve dollars for a Barry Bonds though. So for my first ever podcast, I tell you what, I, 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 you know, I'm coming to a close on it right now and I think I did pretty good for my first time. You know, I don't know. Uh, I'd be happy to hear from people and think, you know, and hear what they think about, uh, about their, uh, their first uh, time opening up a baseball card pack, especially if they were from that junk era and, uh, you know, the 87, 88, 89. Okay. We'll even go back a little bit and go 86, but, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be happy to hear what, what people think and, and, uh, who knows, maybe, maybe your guys' uh, experience is a lot different than mine. Maybe again, it's, it's very similar to mine. So anyways, Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, if you guys leave any comments or whatever, I look forward to reading them, hearing them, and uh, maybe I'll even respond to a few of them and, and uh, go from there. So until next time, we'll see you guys.